Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to episode number 69 of the Jersey Wall podcast. Joe, welcome back to the show. It's such an honor to have you here for such a special episode. Thank you. Yes, I had to show up on episode 69. <laughs> I can't believe we're this far in, to be honest. Like, it seems like we've been at this podcast for so long, but just the fact that we're almost at 70, almost at 100 episodes here, like, you know, mm-hmm. we're not, we're only about, you know, 70%, I guess you could say 69%, if you want to be exact, <laughs> to getting to, to our big 100 episodes. But still, it's it's getting pretty crazy that each and every week, you know, we can deliver, you know, premium content. Uh, by the way, Happy New Year, everybody. Yes, Happy New Year. Hopefully, uh, we get rid of COVID. <laughs> Hopefully. I was actually looking at the analytics. And uh, funnily enough, we, we have quite a few listeners from the US, Joe. Oh, really? Yeah, we do, man. Yeah. Now, I found this funny. A couple of them are actually from the great state of New Jersey, which made me laugh because I'm like, it probably just came up because it was called like the Jersey something. And they're yeah. like, oh. Jersey. <laughs> Jersey. Let's get right. on that. They thought we were like an extension of the Jersey Shore or something. Like that. Probably. Yeah. They thought we were a Jersey Shore <laughs> podcast. And sure enough, they're like, what is this? What is this that we're listening to now? But. <laughs> We got some good support from the great state of Ohio as well. Columbus represent, bro. These analytics are crazy. So for everyone joining us from all around the world, wherever it is you're listening to us from, we appreciate you tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the content. And today's episode should be no different. We're going to bring you that same great content, uh, content that you've come to know and love and expect from us. 100%. Now, the theme of today's episode, Joe, I'm very, very excited about this. If we can dive right in here. Yeah. This one For all those who don't know, Mauricio Pochettino was officially appointed the manager of PSG. Yeah. Well, this is exciting. (laughs) Yeah. This is very, very exciting. And so we wanted to say, you know what, let's make one of those sexy episodes that last a while that we can look back on, you know, a while later and say, how did we, how did we do in terms of our predictions? Yeah. Last week, we touched on what our predictions were for 2021, right? Mm -hmm. We said what you can expect in 2021. Uh, and I said that PSG would probably blow up the team and completely rebuild. Yeah. And so initially, I wanted to call this episode Life Beyond Neymar and Mbappe. And really, but what it is now, it's PSG under Pochettino, right? Pochettino's PSG yeah. and, and their rebuild. So this is very exciting. I love rebuild episodes because they're very, they're fantasy-esque. They're, yeah. they're totally, we can be a little bit they're unrealistic. Fun. They're fun. They are. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, we did one with Barcelona. We wanted to do one with Juventus. Uh, we've done one with United. We've done a bunch of them. And really, I like doing this because we can go through an 11 as we would have it under a manager and explain who we would have in each position and why. Now, mm-hmm. let me provide some context about what we did last week, right? Mm-hmm. Joe, you remember, we just I felt like we glossed over it too easily. We said, basically, PSG have to sell Neymar and Mbappe, and they probably will. But if they do, they can build a team that's a lot better than the one they have currently, right? Correct. Yes. Right now, it seems like most of their team is tied up in two players, right? In Neymar and Mbappe. That's where the big wages are. That's where the value is. But if we look at a team like Bayern Munich, they didn't spend hundreds of millions of, of dollars or euros or pounds mm-hmm. in assembling a squad. They've basically taken pieces and put them together to make the best team. And as we found out in the Champions League final last year, the best team beats the team that might just have the two best players on the pitch, right? 100%. Yeah, yeah. It's a collective. It's a collective. That's right. So that being said, Joe, I'm very, very excited. I want to jump literally right in right away mm-hmm. with this back line. Now, 
how are you feeling, before, first and foremost, before we even get into the rebuilding of the 11, how are you feeling about Pochettino's appointment as the manager? Well, I'm scared just because of the fact that we're playing in Europe. Uh, I don't know if we'll play in Europe next year. I mean, the league's very competitive this year, but that's for like another topic, another day to talk about. But um, uh, if I was a PSG fan, I'll, I'd be over the moon. Uh, who better than Pochettino to come in and just change the whole club, the mentality, uh, maybe finally win something for Poch, the league, hopefully. You know, I was looking, I was looking at the table earlier today, Nathan, and I saw them uh, sitting third. Which, yep. you know, that's like disaster. So you can completely understand why um, Pochettino was like brought in. And I think if you bring in a man like Pochettino, your intention is to rebuild, basically. You know, so I, I think I could see either one in Neymar, either Neymar or Mbappe leave in the summer. But uh, this is the perfect man for the job, especially now, since uh, in Spurs, he never had a budget, I guess you could say. Now he's like, but here's an open check. Well, you know what? He's gone from, from the two versions of not having a budget. He went from the one that meant you don't have a budget, like you can't spend any money, to the one that says you don't have a budget, so you can spend as much money as you want. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, There's exactly. two ways of phrasing that, and I think you know, that he's got the ladder. Now, that being said, from what I understand, you've taken that approach in rebuilding your team. But I've actually taken kind of a mix of the two. Basically, mm -hmm. what we thought was last week, and this was part of the part of the thought process in that segment that we had. Yeah, that was basically, you know, Pochettino's the master at developing talent and, mm -hmm. and elevating their game, right? Yeah. He's very, very good at that. And he can get the, the absolute most out of the squad of players that he has, even if the board isn't backing him financially. Mm -hmm. So what happens if the board does? Well, before we even get to that, let's think about what he can actually do to elevate the players he has. And if we think of the current squad that they have, could they be better under a manager that can get more out of them talent-wise? Yeah. I would say yes. Now, I wanted to make a rebuild that was very Bayern-esque or very even similar to what he did to Spurs because I think PSG have an academy that we've seen as their players are kind of sprinkled throughout Europe. They have an academy capable of producing world-class talent. Whether or not they keep it is another thing. So we're not going to bore you guys and just list you 11 academy players that PSG could, you know, filter through in the next five years. And that way under Pochettino, they'll be fantastic. Because yeah. from what I've seen, the Pochettino appointment is actually only initially an 18-month deal. Oh, okay. Which means I think they're like, what, are, what can you actually do with this squad first and foremost before we say, okay, here's your war chest, go nuts right? Yeah. PSG are not going to be the club who get rid of all their stars and build them up from the, from the ground up. It's not going to be that. But mm. as we touched on last week, PSG can, I think, find a way to essentially transform their perception from being the kings of the Farmers League to being ruthless, dominant Champions League contenders. And the reason that's an important distinction to make is because Bayern Munich is the powerhouse of, of Europe right now, and I don't think the German league, the Bundesliga, has tremendous appeal to world-class players, right? I don't think you, you could – now, Bayern Munich does. Mm -hmm. But Bayern Munich is pretty much the only one because they know it's a powerhouse. So it's not the league that people are necessarily drawn to like they would be in some of the other leagues, right? In, in your England or your Spain or even your Italy. Yeah, It's the actual dynamic of the being the best team. So if PSG can establish themselves as saying, we are – consistently trying to show that we are the best team in Europe and you get the guaranteed silverware, 
I feel like as much as the, the league has this, you know, onus of being the farmer's league, if PSG start winning or seriously threatening for champions leagues, that can all change very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. No, hundred percent uh, agree with you there. Uh, they, they, we talked about this earlier um, about how they need to be that dominant force, just like Bayern Munich is. Yep. We all know that the Bundesliga isn't that spectacle or anything like that, but we know Bayern Munich is a machine, right? So PSG need to concentrate on something similar to that, where they have to be the world-class team that people want to join, but not for the team, for European competition. And the only way they can possibly do that is to have either uh, a great structure or trophies, right? right? So, and I'm not talking about trophies domestically, internationally trophies, uh, UEFA, whether it be the Champions League or Europa League, or they're in the tra- trajectory to achieve one, it's it's very compelling for players. Now, when I based my team around, it's actually kind of like a three-year process, but, okay. but I'll, I'll get to it. For the sake of the 18 months, I know exactly which players need to come now. Right. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you all about it. The um, Can we start, before we even get into it, yeah. can we start with the keeper? I want to go position for position, and we can kind of outline our formation absolutely, as we go. Absolutely. I actually yeah. have a couple of variations of the team. I basically mm-hmm. have um, I have one version that's like a 4-4-1-1. I have one version that's a 4-2-2-2, and I have one version that's a 4-2-3-1. That's I, I actually don't know which one I like better, so I want to talk to you about all of them pretty much. 100%, yeah. What we have is, but we'll start with the keeper, okay? Yeah. Because my keeper is the same in all the teams. So I want to see if we have the same keeper. You said we, you don't think we're going to have the same players, which tells me you're, we're in for a massive rebuild from your end. Yeah. My end, it's a little bit more sensible. Okay. It's a little bit more, what can PSG actually do to, to take themselves to being legitimate Champions League threats? Again, in that similar, like right away, but also going forward. Correct. Right? Okay. So for me, the man in goal is Kaylor Navas. I have Navas still there. I don't think there's anything wrong with Kaylor Navas, to be quite honest. Um, I understand that, you know, he lost out the battle essentially at Real Madrid. But the amount of times that he bailed them out, yeah, I think his biggest weakness is being short. <laughs> like, that's really it. Like, he's not very tall. I think he's only 6'1", and Courtois is like 6'6". But his handling's pretty good. He has ridiculous, like, reflexes and diving. His positioning's not bad. His, his distribution isn't fantastic, but it's it's very well good enough. And, mm-hmm. you know, no. in terms of world-class keepers that, you know, you I, th- I feel like they have one. They have, like, a top 10 keeper in the world. Am I, yeah. am I right in saying that? No, 100%. Especially with, like you said, someone like Taylor Navas, someone who bails you out basically every game. I actually mm-hmm. rate Taylor Navas. And in Madrid, I rated him more than Courtois. Because every time he came in, he put in a shift, and Courtois just kept getting scored on. Yeah, Courtois was bad initially when he joined Madrid. Yeah, so Kaylor Navas is an experienced uh, goalkeeper, and we all know goalkeepers can last probably. It's the longest position that you can probably play at. So Kaylor Navas is 100% reasonable. Now, moving on to me, though, I went directly. Listen to this. I went, I went for more of, uh, okay, Kaylor Navas is 33 years old. Uh, what if they're looking to slowly transition another player? And to be honest, I based my team a lot. I feel like I know who you said. <laughs> who do you think I said? I feel I'm, like the way that you're hinting at this, it'll be big boy free agent Gigi Donnarumma coming in between the sticks. That wouldn't I'm, be a bad one. Wrong. Really? But that would be a go. Yeah. I actually went for Lafont. Oh, okay. Of the yeah. okay, just so, keeping it domestic, keeping it domestic, 
Listen. Tell Nate people who that is for those who don't know. Lafon, he's he's a French goalkeeper. Uh, I can't remember the exact. I can't pronounce the exact uh, team. <laughs> I don't know. How to, we, uh, actually, you know what? Just for you guys, I'll search it up. Please do. Yeah. Yes, Tell us all yes. about it. Well, anyway, Lafon. I've seen Lafon play a couple a uh, couple of times. I think he plays for Nantes. Nantes. Yep. Nonsense. It's the yellow team. I remember them as that. <laughs> the yellow bag. The yellow team. Yeah. <laughs> yellow team. It's the yellow team. But he he's sick, man. Um, he's uh, he's twenty one. Yep. You he's know, tall. and we all we all know at like an age like he he's tall. There you go. We already got uh, better than Kalar. But mm-hmm. for for something for someone to like transition, especially since he's playing in the domestic league. I know their domestic league isn't strong, but you know a French internet like he could be a fr- potential French international. Yep. Coming and already knows the language is adjusted to everything. He's the perfect. He's the perfect, uh, perfect guy. I think to slowly transition, he can go. Kaylor still has a couple of years. I personally believe he can go on to like thirty-seven. I know. I, I, yeah, thought I he, think so too. Like I, I think once his reflexes start to go, then you have to consider it. And some keepers that the reflexes start to go yeah. before thirty-five, but mm-hmm. that's still Kaylor's biggest strength. And if right now it's not a problem, I don't think that's where the money needs to be invested. But this, you're right. Like for Lafont here, I don't think that is necessarily an expensive signing. And no, it's a no. good long-term move. He's 21, right? He's he's tall. Exactly, got yeah. experience in the league. Yeah, I like all that. I just have to be fair, haven't seen mm-hmm. enough of him play to sign off on it. Mm-hmm. Bro, mm-hmm. believe it or not, for all the footy I watch, I'm not the biggest nonce fan in the world, Joe. <laughs> no, that's that's totally fine. But he's very up and coming. He starts for his team, obviously. He's yep. a he's a great, I think he's a personally, I think he's a great goalkeeper. And you know, just as business bro you want to cut costs everywhere as much as as much money you have you know you could be like the richest club in the world you know you don't have to make crazy signings all the time even right. though you're yeah. known for that but like if you're having a man like pochettino you want someone who has the abilities and the skills that he can help and build upon so i think i'm going with the font yeah Okay, I like it. That's a good shout, Joe. I like that. I think we have a strong start already. Even yeah. though we didn't agree on the player, we can yeah. kind of understand both of yeah. our positions for it, right? 100%. Uh, let's go to center-back pairings, actually. You don't want to start with fullbacks? Uh, yeah, okay, let's do fullbacks. I kind of want to start with fullbacks. I want to start fullbacks. on the left and move my way in. Okay. Now, here's a bit of a spoiler for mine. PSG need new fullbacks all entirely. I'm not having their academy. Same. Now, mm. I understand Pochettino might try to elevate the 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 game of his current fullbacks, and maybe they might be outstanding, mm-hmm. right? Because Pochettino could turn them into that. But right. doesn't matter. Right now, the PSG that I see on the pitch lining up each and every week does not have the dynamism anywhere except for essentially Neymar and Mbappe, right? Their mm-hmm. midfield is very workhorse. Their fullbacks aren't flair monsters. Their center yeah. backs are hardworking, but it's not... It's not the dynamic, explosive Champions League winning unit that I think they need to be. So what do you do? Let's knock on the door of the Portuguese club known as Benfica. Ding dong. Hey, Mr. Alex Grimaldo. Let's bring him over. Now, for those who don't know, this guy's nasty. Yeah. Oh, he is nasty. He's and good. he's young too. He's good. He's great. Yeah. He's like in his mid twenties. He's probably overdue for a big move, quite frankly. hundred percent. Yeah. Terrific pace, terrific dribbling. His take-ons are fantastic. His defending isn't the best in the world, but it doesn't have to be because he's an offensive type fullback. That's what we're building here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's explosive. He's experienced. His cross is ridiculous. He can take set pieces. He can shoot. He can pass. 
He's a fantastic player who's overdue for a move from Benfica. And the Benfica guy in me tells me, no, keep on to your guys. But I also understand elevating the game, right? Mm -hmm. This is the type of guy who needs to take this next step. Yeah. And, you know, you might think, well, maybe he's overdue for, for you know, a move to a big club. So why would he move to, to PSG if PSG are just competing, you know, in the French League? Like I said, the entire purpose of this rebuild is establishing themselves as Champions League contenders. And don't tell me this guy's not going to be fine with winning the league for the next 10 years as well as winning four Champions Leagues, if that's what they set out to do. 100%. No, I, I totally agree with you there. Uh, I knew you were going to choose Grimaldo because I chose Grimaldo as well. Did you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. But the fact that I knew that you were going to choose him, I actually chose a, like another person who could potentially come in instead. Okay. okay. okay? So I'm going to go with it. I'm going to tell you right now. For left back, I chose I chose Amavi. He plays in Marseille. Okay. Okay. Yo, now, you're building Amavi, out of the French league. I like this. Bro, no, listen. I'm, I'm telling you, the, the French players, don't sleep on them, especially the North African French players, too. They, <laughs> the guys are crazy. They're moving crazy. Now, you told me just now things that, that Amavi does as well. Right. Shooting, passing, defending, pace. Amavi does all of that as well. Now he's he's known that he can he's a very versatile player, as in he can play center mid and center defensive mid. And I love you know how I love yeah. with my you left love back. Your fullbacks, you can do that. Yeah, hundred percent. I love that so much. So he provides defense and offense at the same time, mm-hmm. right? So there's no other. Whether Pochettino wants to play more attacking football or more defensive football this time around, I think Amavi and uh, Mr. Benfica over there, <laughs> they'd be the perfect. Perfect players for positions like that. Uh, free kick, uh, passing, right. shooting. You want your fullbacks to pass now, especially now. And you need that pace, especially when they got to overlap from the wingers and stuff. So, Amavi, I, I chose Amavi for this one just in case you chose uh, Geraldo again. I, I like mean, it, man. You got some good shouts here. I like the idea. Like, if you look at what Bayern do that makes them so successful, is they often just pick out the best guy in the German league to help mm-hmm. build their team. And it's no, German and they're experienced in the league and they like being there because that's where they came from. So I, I don't dislike the idea here of if you're rebuilding, just pick out the stars of Ligue 1 and yeah. make them better under Pochettino, Joe. That's a what, great strategy, and I bet you Amavi is cheaper than Grimaldo, too. Exactly cheaper. I mean, uh, you want to go for the hype players, I understand, but you have talent there. Now, right. I'm not saying about Amavi's young. He's also mid, uh, mid-20s. mid I believe he's yeah. 27 years old. But if you, wanna, yeah. if you want an impact right now, and at least for the next four years, Amavi, is the, I think he'd be a perfect shot for them. Right. Uh, um, it, there's like I said, there's a lot of talent in the French league as much as it's the farmers league. Right. <laughs> there is a lot of talent over there, and I, I feel like uh, PSG can just be the hub of all that talent of France, and just basically represent France when they go out. <laughs> That's I, I rate it, Joe. And not only not only are you building from within your own league, but you're also making the other teams worse by taking their best players, which yeah. in turn makes you better because you're <laughs> taking their best players to help you get better anyway. Exactly. And they can take all the money they need. These French teams, they oh, need... Oh, for sure. Yeah, they need so the money. So you're anyway. going for a cheaper option. Yep. You're taking away competition. It just logically makes sense, right? I like so it. So I, I by think the way, two are great two shots, to be honest. For every position that we disagree with, that we disagree about, I, I genuinely hope that people like reach out to us to tell us, no, nah, I think that you were right on this one. I think they, I think mm-hmm. he was right on this one. Because yeah. I like this this debate element of it. 
maybe we can build it on our story and be like, who would you have? hundred percent. Yeah. Like in the comments or anything, like yeah. as long as they tell us like, Joe, I think that take was dumb. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> if you have a better take, I'm all for it. I, I'm all ears. Bro. It'll be, I'll tell you what, Alex is going to side with you. My cousin, Alex, the Benfica, just because yeah. he'll be like, that way we get to keep Grimaldo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, he's right. I would want to keep him too. He's great. Yeah, he's nasty. He's okay. Nasty. Now let's do, let's do center back partnership and then we can move on to right back. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Let's do center it. back partnership, Joe. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, you know what? For this sake, I'll go first. Okay? okay. Now it's a Pochettino team. Yep. And we know how he likes to have his center backs from the same nationality. For that, are we gonna have the same players? Oh boy! Listen to this. So I kept Marquinhos because I rate Marquinhos, and I think he's really, really good. Now I went back to more of a business slash, you know, this guy can Loki be nasty element. Mm -hmm. I went with Luis Felipe from Lazio. He's a cheap option, very cheap. I mean, he's been riddled with a, a little bit of injuries right now, and I know Lazio aren't doing too well. But Lazio were good last year, and he, he, I think he's a great, he's a pacey center back as well. And I think he, he's 23 years old, so he still has potential to grow. And I think Prochettino would be the perfect man to just like make these guys the next Alderweireld and uh, and Vertonia, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a good, it's a good shout. In my opinion, it but, is a good show. Uh, Luis Felipe still definitely has some stuff he needs to build upon. I'm not saying right. he's a perfect center back, but if we're going for a building side and a more cheaper alternative, I think Luis Felipe would be uh, it'd be pretty sick for that. Yeah. I All right. Know. Now, I I actually went for a center back pairing of the same nationality, but they're a different nationality, Joe. Oh, okay, okay. okay? okay. I okay. went. I kept. You kept Marquinhos in the back line. I kept uh, Kimpembe. That's I like this this guy a lot. I think he has a lot of upside. I've seen him like he's his one on one defending is is pretty good to be quite honest. Even there's a clip recently that I saw of him defending against four on one, and he just now the the people who were on the four on one counter attack suck because they couldn't finish <laughs> a four on one. But the fact that he was able to contain them at all uh, is is a big big shout. Now speaking of big big shout, he's a big dude. He's very physical. He's very pacey. His defending is very very good for where he's at right now he's a freaking uh was he a world cup winner yeah yeah yeah. Keep big show, right? yeah. yeah. And he's world very cup winner. he's uh very young and he's used to the league and he can probably captain this team going forward and he's gonna have a manager teach showing him the ropes and making him better and who's gonna be his partner in crime joe Upamecano. The big boy from Leipzig. Now, this is another French guy. This is another guy who, quite frankly, is just a young Khalidou Koulibaly. His yeah, yeah. passing is absurd. His mm-hmm. pace is ridiculous. His physicality is fantastic. His defensive IQ, like his awareness on the ball for his age is outstanding. No, not just for his age. is outstanding, period. And he's only like 21. 21. Right? Yeah. Which means he's only going to get better. So I love my ball playing defenders sometimes. Exactly. Too. Me too. And so does Pochettino because Pochettino yeah. had Alderweireld, who's like the best ball playing at the time, best ball playing center have, you know, out there. And the fact that he now has a young core of French defenders who rate their own team in their own league, right? Because they're mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. Yes. And you have Upamecano who can literally be that Thiago Silva replacement figure and mm-hmm. be your, he can be your center back for the next 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, with the potential... Plus, he's more ready-made right now than Luis Felipe is. Yeah. Right? Yes, like, he's no. clearly better right now. Oh, yeah. Luis Felipe does has potential, but never as much potential as Upamecano. Then again, I just... It's... um, 
I think with uh, Luis Felipe is that I think once he hits that mark, now don't get me wrong, he isn't a ball-playing defender. Right. Mm-hmm. He is not a ball-playing defender. But if you have a defender who can pass decently, which I think Marquinhos can, yep, uh, he'd be good. He'd be that good central defender that you need just in case of a mess up, right? Yep. Uh, we always have a ball-playing defender playing with a like a basic defender. a world beater, yeah, a nasty yeah. center back, yeah, a defender, hundred yeah. percent. Yep. It's so, what makes the, the, the dynamic work, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. But Open Mancano is, you know, the most logical shout, I think. And I think they're also linked with him, to be honest. So. Well, they should be. And so should every every big club in the world, quite frankly. But the fact that he's French and the fact that it's like, again, if you're pitching him a rebuild, it's different than just having him go to PSG. Because more players than you'd think would turn down PSG because they're like, yeah, maybe I'll go to the French. I don't know if that's really where I want to be at this stage of my career. I want to move up. If you can make yourself feel like a step up in competition and like this is a place where you can be paid very well living in Paris mm-hmm. and you're consistently challenging for the Champions League and you already have the league on lock. Plus, I mean, you, you, you're establishing really what is the perfect center back partnership for France for the next couple yeah. of tournaments. 100%. There's so many good upside potential here. Now, I don't want people to think this and say, well, mate, what about Marquinhos? Like, you've completely – I'm not done with him. We're going to get back to him later, okay? Oh, okay. Duh. But let's let's complete the back line here. Uh, back line for me actually is a toss-up between two players at right back. Okay. Um, one of them is actually in your spirit, which is staying within the league. Mm-hmm. There's okay. a guy who's tearing up the French league right now who's so versatile, whose I name know. is Youssef Attal, who plays for <laughs> Nice. Yeah. This guy is absolutely filthy put him anywhere right back right mid right right wing, wing. yeah right center mid right left center mid he can play yeah. absolutely anywhere he's very quick and pretty much all of his other like stats if we use fifa terms yeah kind of level up he's, yeah. he's very good at everything else he's as good at defending as he is you know proportionate to his to his size and his physicality and his shooting and his passing it's all good mm-hmm. but it's attack mindedness and his pace are what make him a great fullback. But Joe, there's another guy too. And then I think you got Yusuf Atal in this squad too, but I actually picked another one too. A young man who you will know quite well, whose name is Tariq Lamptey. <laughs> Yo, that's a good shout. You know, I my didn't... guy, the Brighton guy. And you'll, I know you'll know him because Reese James is the dude who made him leave Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> but the England right back options are, are bountiful right now. And I actually want Lamptey to replace Walker eventually at City. Mind you, Cancelo's been a baller. So if you want to keep him, I don't have problems with that. 100%. But he's very fast. Mm-hmm. He His skill moves are fantastic. He's a dribbler. He's very short. But his defending is very good because of how pacey he is. He can, he can launch a tackle. His IQ, again, is not the best in terms of a defender. Yeah, it doesn't have to be because he's there to be, a, a, you know, attack-minded. And his recoveries are there because he's so damn fast. And the sauce that this guy plays with, Joe, oh, is yeah, off the charts. Yeah. I know what you mean. I know exactly. Lamptey is actually a very good shot. Very, very good shot. Up and coming. Uh, great. Everyone's talking about Lamptey now. Yeah, Everyone. they are. And rightfully so. And I think the reason that I think PSG might miss out on this is because he's English. Okay. Because yeah. Lamptey's English, I feel like he's going to stay in the Prem and move up the Premier League mm-hmm. table or go to Bayern, who could also have a big sense of allure here too. Um, but between those two guys, I would actually, if it were up to me and I had to pick one, I'd actually probably go with Lamptey, but I, I think it'll be a little bit easier to get a tall, to be quite frank. Now, uh, good shot on a tall, because I picked a tall. That's what I'm talking about, Joe. Yeah, but 
I said, if you pick the tall, which I knew you would, I'd pick another one. Okay. And I chose Benjamin Pavard. Ooh. Think, yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. bring no. him from Bayern? That's a big yeah. boy shot right there. That's a big boy shot right there. I know, I know. Now, Benjamin Pavard's not known for his pace. No, but I think, no, I have hesitance. I don't think, like, that's less likely to happen, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, if, if Benjamin Pavard lands, that's another versatile player right there, right? Dude. Center back, right back. But where do you want him to play? Goal His goal passing goal? is absurd. Exactly He's tall. Right. He can now, shoot. Exactly. Think of the amount of, if, if they do decide to go with more big men. The amount of like the amount of times this guy could whip the ball in like perfect yeah. pinpoint accuracy. Yep, Benjamin Pavard would be perfect for that. Uh, that's true. He's he's great. Now I'm I'm not saying he'll go because like you said, that's a huge shout. That's Bayern Munich's property, bro, for the next 25 years. Well, if stay. Bayern get get Tyreek Lamptey, then you never know, man. You Maybe never know. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. If there's more competition and Pavard's not happy, bro, go back to France. Yeah, go to France and play for PSG, and, and complete and this up. essentially World Cup winning backline. Backline, Kimpembe, <laughs> Upper that'd be so funny. Yeah, yeah, bro. they need they need Amavi and left back, and <laughs> PSG will just submit their squad to the Euros. Yeah, I know. Oh, great, great. You know what's funny? Just wait till we keep going. <laughs> like, oh, no, I know. I can't wait. Good, but I, I think uh, Atal per- personally, I think Atal is obviously my first first choice. Yep. But just for the sake of argument, you know, the sake of discussion, I think Pavard would be another great right back to have. Absolutely. Particularly uh, shooting. Shooting's okay. As much as that goal was insane in the World Cup. Insane. I loved it. But his passing is great too. It is. Yeah. Great too. So very, very uh, good. I think that completes our backline. I think we both have pretty decent backlines. Not bad, right? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Okay. So now let's move forward into the team. Um, uh, man, now it's now it's decision making time because I don't know which version of the squad I want to submit for. They all have the same back line. No, I went with a uh, four two three one. Four two three. I have a version that's four two three one, but I have a sensible version of a four two three one, and I have a a, a dream version of a four two three one. So you know what? Let's do the DMs because both of my all of my formations have DMs. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's go with those guys. Okay. Um, you want to start? Yeah, I'll go. Go for it. Now this one hurts to say. But I chose N'Golo Conte. Ooh. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Listen, N'Golo Conte um, is a pure DM, a man who can sweep up the ball if you make mistakes. Yeah. The best in the world, period. period. I don't want any fans or buds. A world-class center defensive midfielder. Absolutely. Now, he's 30, 30 or 31 years old. He's going through, you know, a rough patch right now. But I think if they can – they, they can possibly pick him up either now or in the summer. Now, if I'm thinking between the 18 months, N'Golo Conte is a freaking shout, man. Like, this guy would come into PSG, and he's going to still continue to be a world-class midfielder. Uh, yeah. we, we, we all already know what Conte does. Absolutely. Like, I don't even have to explain what he does because we've seen what he does. He is amazing. And I yeah, love it's him. almost redundant to talk about it because we all know what he does. And and yeah. some people I feel underappreciate his yeah. value, but I feel like we see this a lot of times with clubs who are looking for a solid number six. We understand that just telling someone, well, the runner six is the easiest position to fill. Really? Then why is it that we have so many clubs that really just need one and want one? Need right. One. Exactly. Like it's, it's a lot easier said than done. And if you think all he does is run, then you're probably not watching the, the game as, as tentatively as, as someone else might be. But essentially I think what he does more than anything, on top of bringing, you know, 
three or four tanks of gas to, to fill up the squad. <laughs> he yeah. is an enabler for the dynamism in the squad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that is a fantastic shout who I did not include in my team, but I want to hear, because we both know this, you know this, right? Like you yeah. pair them with France, they pair them with Pogba and that yeah. is what allows them to be so good together, right? Yeah. Like, because then Pogba really ha doesn't have to worry about defensive responsibilities. He can just be the flair player that he is. Mm -hmm. Conte's got all the work um, on the other end and he's fine with that, right? That's exactly so, it. Who are you pairing with him at DM to really make both of them have have their best possible uh, version of themselves. Okay, Nathan, you want to hear this one? I do. Milinkovic Savic. Ooh, dude, this is a fun. Okay, we're playing FIFA here, though. This yeah, is, I, know, we're, I know. We're on career mode. We're making a but, fun. Career but mode. basically, listen, Savage is a young player. That's so fun. Yeah, a young player, uh, creative, creative. And can defend, and um, trust me, bro, he can defend. Another last year, and he's player, box to box too. Box to box midfielder. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. This is this is a. I think I think this is a realistic uh, signing. I'll tell you why. He is one of those players as well who needs a move, and he needs yeah. a. Now Lazio's not getting any better. Okay, uh, the Milan teams are on top. You know, Juventus is only going to get better if anything. You know, they're not going to get worse. Hopefully. Right. We'll see what happens with that, but. Having him alongside Conte because he can defend. Now we're not going for Savage for the pace. We're going for the creativity for the defending. And I think as two proper DMs, how I personally like my DMs is they can both defend. One of them is pure defense and pace as a workhorse, and the other is a creative defensive midfielder. Yeah, I agree. I think he would be the he would be a, a freaking great pairing, bro. So I think with the midfield, I can. I kind of splash the cash there. When once we go up, yeah, top, you know, will definitely like lower our expectations. But no, for me, it's the opposite. Uh, for <laughs> for yourself, me, my front line is sick. Am I back? Am I <laughs> I went for a little bit of like a rebuild phase with that one. But let me tell you, with with if there's anywhere you do want to splash the cash, uh, splash the cash, splash the cash, it's in midfield. And I think with midfield's the heart of every team. Yep. With a strong heart. You, you'll be going play places, bro. So yeah, I, I think Conte and Savage on defensive okay, mid. Okay, bro, that's yeah. nasty. Okay, you want to hear my? Now yours are way more exciting than mine. I actually wish I did mine first because yours are so much more exciting. Mine are, <laughs> mine still um, hold the same core as this PSG squad because, as we know, as as FIFA fun as this can be, mm -hmm. you can't just spring an all new eleven, right? AC Milan yeah. a few years ago where they just bought all the players and it didn't work, right? They, exactly. they weren't any it better. Work. Yeah. It's a slow transition. Right. I kept two players that I feel at PSG are very, very good right now and still would maintain the core of this squad and help ease some of these new players into the into lineup. So my defensive midfield partnership pairing uh, has Marco Verratti, mm -hmm. who is a baller, quite frankly. Like, I don't want to hear he gets criticism sometimes, man, but I feel like people don't fully appreciate what players like this do, what the Tiago type player does, the deep laying six that pulls the strings and has the unreal distribution, the vision, and the sauce of dribbling, mm. which you, he's not the beast that Milinkovic Savage is, but this is that that type of player, right? Yeah. He's the playmaker, he's the workhorse, he's gonna he's gonna go forward, he can come back, he sets the tempo of the game, right? Yeah. Playing next to him, the defensive-minded one, is Marquinhos. I told you, I wasn't done with Marquinhos. I just want him to be playing in midfield because he has been playing in midfield, and he's been damn good there. 
Now, yeah. I'm not saying he's the type of guy who can anchor the six by himself like like Casemiro. Oh no, but playing in a two, he he's fa- he's fast enough, right? Yeah. Terrific defender. His distribution is very very good, and he loves to get forward on set pieces and and get his you know head in the box. He's a leader. He's a captain. He's exactly the type of guy who you'd want to partner Verratti in a midfield two. Mm-hmm. To then to to enable the rest of the squad to go forward. No, one hundred percent. That's uh that's great shout. Keeping it in the team. That's very realistic. Now the only problem I have with Verratti is his height. Uh, yeah, he's small, bro. Uh, he's not the very, biggest guy. Very you know, small, but neither is Conte. Neither is Conte. Exactly. Neither is Conte. So it can be effect. It's effective. The thing is with Verratti is that he has one foot out of the door right now. Uh, there's like you know talks of him going to Juve back to Italy so um I can see him leaving as well personally you know he's 29 years old he's not getting any younger but he is a world-class midfielder it, it, it's the problem is Nathan with PSG is that not a lot of people watch the French League yeah. obviously uh, they only watch the Champions League so if Verratti has one bad performance in the Champions League it's over for him like they're like I don't want to why he sucks but he he's really good he's a really good player Distributes the ball, like you said, and uh, he's short, but, you know, these short players are doing crazy work. So. Yeah, and he's got that ri- the ridiculous balance and agility, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, it's it's the pros of his height instead of the cons. And basically, uh-huh. if you have a team where playing around you, you have Upamecano behind you, Kipembe, who's like 6'4", Marquinhos is a big boy too, who cares if you got a short guy every now and then? Because... 100%. Quite frankly, like the the beast of a def- the the defensive IQ of Marquinhos as a six to like kind of fall back and protect this back line too, even would enable I think Verratti to go forward more. And he's actually not that bad a defender. Like his standing tackle is not awful. You're right. He his foot might be half at the door right now. But the the squad that I'm building here is pitching to all the players within it. Hey, would you stay if we were Champions League contenders? And and I think you'd be silly to turn this team down. Quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Right under Pochettino, where Pochettino is going to make not only you but the players around you better, yeah, and set up like a high pressing system where you can really use a guy like you, quite frankly, to pull the strings from deep and enable the creative dynamism across the front, which I'm so excited to get to, Joe. Yes, yes, no fire, fire. I love it. Um, we'll move on to the cam. Yes, move on to your cam. Yeah, do you want to start or do you want me to start on this one? Well, I think the version of the lineup I'm going to submit is actually the dream one, the four-two-two-two. Okay, okay. okay. But the, my four-four, my four-two-two-two actually has two cams. So right, because it's they play yes, like inside yeah, more because my fullbacks are providing the width because of how bomb mm-hmm. forward they are. Yeah. So you give me your cam first in your four-two. I'll give you. Yeah, I'll give you my cam because I only have one, <laughs> and then I'll move to my winger <laughs> later on. Yep. Uh, Paul Pogba. Ooh. So Paul that's why Pogba. your eyes lit up when I said Pogba earlier. Yeah, yeah. No, Paul Pogba, um, he can play, you know, obviously his best position is having him as a natural center mid. Yep. Don't get me wrong, but you're going to have Conte and Savage in the back. I think you're okay, buddy. You can play Cam. Oh, uh, play yeah. Cam and Maestro. Just be a freaking Maestro. Be the Pogba we know you from, like, in Juventus. That's the pure Pogba that we all know. Now, Obviously, there's talks right now that he's probably not going to leave in January because he finally found out his team's in the title race. And, uh, huh. you know, he, he's a snake. Don't get me wrong. But uh, this this league's crazy. It's yep. like the Premier League is crazy this year. So whether he leaves now or never, he won't leave in January. I think maybe now he'll probably be like, okay, I got to stay and right. fight with my team. Yep. They don't win it. If they don't win it, he's gone. 
Simple as. And he, I think Real Madrid and PSG are the best options for Paul Pogba. And I think if uh, we can, if they can pick up uh, Pogba for cheap, because you know his agent didn't do him any favors on the price tag. Don't get no, me wrong. Well, he did do him favors because now he can get his move, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, for the club, that is. He'll, he'll oh, get yeah, a, for the club. He'll, no get, he'll get a thick contract. Don't get me wrong, a thick one. It's nice. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but I think Paul Pogba playing as Cam uh, and Golo Conte, you know, at this point, just a French national team. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. And yeah so it's not a bad show, to be honest. Like, I think we all know the the system that makes Pogba the best that we've all seen was at UV, where he was playing like at the left center mid, or even in France, where he's playing at the left DM spot. But it's like with Matuidi as the left mid to do all yeah. the form and Conte behind him. So it's it shifted so that, you know, all Pogba has to do is essentially be free to attack. And if he played in a cam with these two workhorses behind him, yeah, I think, you know, absolutely it could it could work. Now, the problem is, here's my issue yeah. with this. First of all, you built an entirely new midfield, right? Yeah. So there's no chemistry. Like, I mean, I guess there's some chemistry between... With Pogba and Conte, they know how to play. Yeah. But there's... But you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like, I know. It's entirely I... different. But there's also the fact that by playing Pogba at the 10 in a Pochettino system you're forcing him to do something that he doesn't want to do. And that's press. Pogba doesn't run, Joe. Yeah. He He doesn't, he doesn't press at all. I know. (laughs) He doesn't. So I actually think what you may have to do here is, is play him at the DM spot next to Conte and push Milinkovic Savage forward. Yeah, that's fine. This is what's so great about the midfield. I mean, it's just, you can put them wherever you want. Yeah. You can kind of, you can play play him in a four, three, three, two with, with Pogba and Savage's two aids. Yeah, it'll work we in a bunch of ways. Yeah. It's true. It's just that we, I think we all know the version of Pogba that he's kind of become. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't run, just quite no. frankly. Oh, like, he, he plays really well when he has possession and when he has time on the ball. And mm-hmm. on a team where he'll be the favorite. So that's why I like him at Real Madrid. Like I've said that before. I like him at Madrid because there he'll have more time on the ball there and he'll have players around him that do the working the work that he needs to be doing that would enable him to be like the free creative dynamic type of guy that he is. Yeah. In this PSG squad that you've assembled, like, don't get me wrong. I don't think this is very realistic, quite frankly. Oh, no. I think it'll be Real Madrid or I think it'll be Juve. I don't think he'll elect, because we're pitching this as like a, here's what PSG could be, but it, it would be a whole other thing for PSG to actually do this, what we're saying here. Yeah. Right. Where Pogba is a 27 year old, probably doesn't want to move back to Ligue 1 right now, but maybe this is the type of A-lister that you can attract after a few years when he's 29, 30, and he's now seen that this squad is, is you know, pushing forward and surging, and that he thinks, oh, damn, these players all complement my, my style of play. Maybe this is worth it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, 100%. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, it's, um, I think from the midfield that I built, Yep. The most realistic signing, I guess you could say, is Savage. Uh, I think, I think, yeah, yeah I, I think, think so too. PSG can definitely pull and get Savage for a good price as well. But uh, he, he's, he's perfect. And oh my God, Savage under Pochettino would just be like this. Yeah, man. it would be. Now I've been hearing rumors exciting. of Deli Ali as Cam and Deli Ali. No, 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 Joe, no more Cam. Get him up. I, yeah. I, you know what? Yeah, you know what. Because I was just going to say, let me segue to my cams. But you know what? No, finish that thought. Deli Ali Cam. What do you think there? I think that's very good. <laughs> we all know Under what Deli Ali does. Yeah, yeah. Deli Ali and Pochettino. This is it. And he and clearly, Deli is like, bro, I want to be back with my manager. It didn't work out with Mourinho. And honestly, um, Pochettino is more of a relaxed manager. 
and Jose is very like onto you. So yep. I felt, I feel like, you know, Ali couldn't handle that pressure. It, it, it is what it is. Right. Yeah. But when he plays as cam for PSG free flowing attack, we're going to see, you know, Deli Ali of old Spurs, basically of up, up and coming Spurs. That is yeah, I, getting I into it, the box. I, and, I, yeah. I actually don't think it's a bad shout. I just, it doesn't fit the, he doesn't run either. <laughs> and yeah, he, so does he, he doesn't fit the system that I have, which is my two cams. Ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So one of them will be signed for free in the summer. Oh, okay. Free agent Memphis Depay, Joe. Fire, fire. Now, fire. you know I love me some Memphis Depay. I love Depay, too. Yeah. I have a Depay jersey, an actual Depay Leon jersey just over my shoulder here on the wall because yeah. <laughs> I love me some Memphis Depay. Um, this guy's used to the league, right? He's mm-hmm. evolved his game into a different style of play where he's not necessarily the quick, flashy winger that he once was, but he's a captain now. He takes charge through the middle. He's a, you know he's kind of like a center forward. He can play off a striker. Or he can lead yeah, and allow wingers who are very similar to how he used to be, quite frankly, Mm -hmm. to go into the box and and score goals. So I like that he has the versatility option to play on the out wide, through the middle, within the two cams that are occupying similar space, almost like two eights, basically, in this position, where you also have two sixes behind them, and then your width will come from your bombing fullbacks, which here would be Atal and Grimaldo. Yeah, He's used to the league. He wants to step up in competition. Maybe this league suits his style of play best that we've seen, and quite frankly, if you can get Memphis Depay on a free, this is a big-time player who can replace similar flair that Neymar brought you, but at a fraction of the cost. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And and who's, quite frankly, way more, way less injury-prone. Oh, yes. Oh, right? Yes. Like, Depay is there, consistently. Depay can play left wing, cam, center forward, striker. There's yeah. still there, too. Yeah, Depay's great. He's great. He probably speaks French by now. Who the frick is He's a baller. Yeah, he's a baller. He is bro, a baller. Who in the PSG squad actually speaks French? I'm sure they all speak English anyway. Yeah. Or Brazilian. No, no. Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a version of the squad where I had in, in a 4 2 3 1, where I had, or 4 4 1 1, rather, where I had Depay as my center forward and then I had two wingers. Um, but that's not the, I, I'll get to that after once I go through my A list squad here, which is my 4 yes. 2 2 2. So Depay is the left attacking mid, right? Yes. The right attacking mid is another former player of Pochettino, is Christian Eriksen. Fire. That's such a good shout, bro. Yeah, he's unsettled. That's Christian great. Eriksen. He, bro, doesn't want to play for Inter anymore. He can't get in that squad. He's approaching that age where it's probably, you know, he could he could stand to, to revitalize his career under his mm-hmm. old manager in a squad that'll pay him well, playing in a right attacking midfield system where he's two-footed, he can cross, right? Mm-hmm. And wait till you see my, my front line, Joe. Ooh. Ooh. Right? He's, he's two-footed. He can cross. He actually works very hard. He, he's capable. I don't know why it's been so miserable for him at Inter Milan. I actually thought he would have been a lot better there. Me but too. Nonetheless, like the fact that he is, he's clearly needs a move, right? Mm-hmm. So let's give it to him. Let's bring him back to his old manager squad in a league that quite simply will give him more time on the ball where he's not working in the ruthless running Antonio Conte system, but still a high-pressing one that we've seen he's able to do. And quite frankly, his best season was the last season of Pochettino. Yeah, it was. He can take a game, you know, by the throat and say, listen, I'm going to pull the strings here. And if you have him and a pie next to each other, dude, yeah, you got your yeah, passing so- guy, right? You got Verratti pulling strings from deep and one pulling strings from forward and the cross on Christian Eriksen. Oh, my God. And his long shooting, his vision. I have nothing but good things to say about Christian Eriksen, despite what happened at East, at, at Inter Milan, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And now you're putting him in a system. Just wait till you hear my front line, Joe. This Buddy, is- yeah, that's crazy. 
That's crazy. I think uh, for my wingers, left mid, right mid, left wing, right wing, whichever one, I chose more of a basis of future. Okay. They won't necessarily start now. Maybe the left winger. But, you know, if you want to keep Demaria on the right, you do you. <laughs> right. No, Demaria, I actually fell out of my squad because he's a free agent. And I don't know if they're going to re-sign him. I think they probably should. I had a ver- My B team has Demaria as a right mid. Um, but because he's a free agent, maybe this is one you have to sacrifice off the books to bring in these new players. Anyway. Yeah. But no, tell me. Tell me who you got. Well, uh, we'll start off with right wing. You'll probably get hurt by this. But... Uh, I was thinking between Bernardo Silva, but that's too expensive. So I said, "Never speak to me again, Joe." (laughs) I know. So I chose uh, Ferran Torres. Fuck you! Are you serious? Buy this guy, bro. Ferran Torres from Man City. Joe, Man City. Man City would. You'd have to buy out Manchester City to buy out Ferran Torres. (laughs) He's been there for one year. We bought him for twenty mil, which is a steal. We basically robbed. Where'd you get him from? Where'd you get this guy from? Valencia, dude. Bro, he, Valencia is a terribly run club who literally they, said they we're going to offload our stars because we can. And then they did. We stole Baron him. Are you out of your mind? He's a baller. No, just the, no kidding. He's a baller. He's not going to. No, no. That's an open, open check, bro. He's not going to start, first of all. Joe, this is like if I told you that PSG were going to sign like Mason Mount or like one of your boys. And you Dude, like, if you put 100 million on the table, I'll buy no. as If they put, Mount. no. Mm-mm. Well, have Ferran Torres, not for Ferran sure. Torres is, I think Ferran Torres is a good shout. And we'll then, give them Riyad Mahrez. Riyad Mahrez. <laughs> Yo, that could work though. Riyad Mahrez, they'll take it. Yo, Riyad Mahrez are good for now. That yeah. is. That's yeah. if they don't sign Angel De Maria. Left right. wing though, Diaby. Now Musa it's not Abu Diaby. Wait, Diaby from Leverkusen? Yeah. Joe, he's an academy product of theirs. Is he? Yeah, he left PSG's academy to go get regular minutes playing for Leverkusen. Out, out, fuck that. How dude. funny is that, dude? That's this so was the funny. guy who they literally was probably the Mbappe replacement. I didn't even know the that. Same pay- no, tell me why you want to have him in the squad because I already no, no, know. No, no, Diaby is great. He's a baller. He he dribbles and he's he's all pace, all pace. Now, don't get me wrong. His shooting ain't that good. I've seen him shoot. I've seen him kick the ball. It's not that good. Yeah, finishing needs work. But this is for the future, right? So these are, I was just thinking of more uh, future players. Now, I didn't know Diaby actually pay, played for PSG. That's yeah, bro. He's know. from their academy. He literally left there to I get thought he was Liver- first minutes. I thought he was Liver- Liverpool's academy. I was like, dude, nah, this bro. guy is Havertz's uh, boy. Go send him off or <laughs> something like that. But, ah, oh, damn. Well, that sucks, but you never know. <laughs> bro, they bring him back. Bring him back. Yeah, I know. That's actually very funny that you say that, only because we literally prefaced this by saying this is the type of guy like PSG's Academy is mm-hmm. good enough that you can essentially build these type of stars. This is the type of stars that they have in their Academy who they're selling to buy different stars. But yeah, if they just brought him back and said, listen, dude, we want yeah. you back in the squad. And to be honest, he is nothing but upside potential and he has uh, Pochettino to bring it out of him. I think that, personally, I think that's going to bite them in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's actually a bad throwaway. It's not like uh, Triori or something. He's just giving away. <laughs> so he's no great. Good. Yeah. Um, we'll go to strikers. I'll actually start on this one, just because of the fact you have two. Uh, Please do. Yeah. Now we've only seen re- oh, no, we've seen Pochettino play with a short striker, and we've played, seen him play with big men. Now, if you want to stick with Icardi, I don't know if Icardi, is Icardi still in PSG. Or is yeah, he but he doesn't play. But I mean, to be fair, like he's, 
Under Tuchel, I don't think Tuchel wanted him. <laughs> uh, exactly. I, I don't think so either. And I get it because Cardi is like a – he's a snake, cheater, all that. Kind card. of a menace, yeah. Yeah, he's a menace. Uh, he, he can be a good striker. Don't get me wrong. But you know what, man? I went for like just splash the cash and get him kind of thing right now. Yep. And I said Martinez from Inter. Shut up, Joe. So did I. <laughs> No way, really, I did, bro. I did. <laughs> I, I said Lautaro. It's so funny. I'm like, dude. That's one of my strikers. Perfect. Because splash the cash, man. This guy, it's a perfect grab, you know? And I can only imagine who your his pairing is. But like. <laughs> That's so funny, Joe. Of course, it's freaking Lautaro. I'm glad that we were on the same page about this. Yeah. Because Lautaro. Now, here's the thing. And I want you to tell me all the reasons why. But basically, off the top of my head. Even because I had him in my B team for variation, him yeah. leading the line. The thing is, him being short doesn't really matter. He doesn't. He's, he's jacked. He's yeah. super physical, and his jumping is outstanding. There's no header he's not getting on the end of anyway. No, one hundred temperate bro. No, he's jacked. Like I mean, physical FC. This yeah. guy's like. This is why him and Ro, uh, Lukaku are like tearing it up right now. Right. They're huge. Um, Martinez is pacey. He can shoot. Uh, bro, if you want to play him in false nine, he'll distribute the ball if you want. I don't even care. But he, don't do that. But <laughs> Yeah, but, obviously. But it's yeah. just like he's the perfect player for the Pochettino system. 100%. He's great. He's great. I, when I was thinking of Martinez, I was actually thinking of Lucas Mora. Mm-hmm. And that last thing against you guys when he <laughs> when he scored a match. Don't, I know you don't want to remember that. But that was exactly the reason why I chose Martinez, actually. Like one of the reasons I'm like, dude, this is the perfect striker under Pochettino. Like he'll he'll be great. It's, yeah. it's awesome. Yeah, he really it's so is. So funny you chose him too. I knew he is. It. Yeah. Well, basically, it's not often. He's basically think of like Radamel Falcao meets Angolo Conte. <laughs> like yeah. that's kind no. of the you know what I mean. Like he has the work rate of of a of a DM who never stops running. So in terms of high press, you won't find any better in terms of leading the line than this guy. Right. But he's also short, but a hell of a target man with absurd finishing, even though like, don't, don't look at his stats from the season necessarily, because he's not, you know, El Pistolero that he was necessarily uh, last season, but it's not slumps in form do not, you know, justify a lack of class. And he, he's a class player. Yes. And if PSG want a guy for the future, he's a star, right? So bona fide star playing in a league. That's really in terms of the league, it's not, better so his in terms of stat padding he'll be able to but also he'll be leading the line of a champions league contending squad for a long time to come and if psg can sign guys like cavani and think of the the players who they've had join their team you know in their yeah. last rebuild right your zlatans you can have your big stars it's not like they're repulsed by the idea of joining world beating french champions mm-hmm. right i think that He's the perfect guy to lead this line. And he actually was the leader of my team uh, in the PSG B team that I had, which was very similar to yours. I had Di Maria as the right mid. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference is I didn't have Diaby on the left. I actually had uh, Turum. Because he's kind of like, I, I feel like he'll be at Liverpool because he's kind of very similar to Sadio Mane. He's, or at least where he was at that stage of his career, mm-hmm. where he's got the pace, right? Yeah. His dribbling is steadily improving. He's getting in the box more. He's developing that clinical instinct. He can head the ball, which is fantastic. But he doesn't make my my final A product version of the team because, for one, he's not a star. But he is French, right? So I, I think he'll be yeah, yeah, more yeah. interested in, in coming to the league. But basically, he's not necessarily the star, but also the guy who I have to route on my team, Joe. 
<laughs> is the biggest star in the world. Oh, 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 oh. The final man in this, so in this two man. I'm, I'm actually excited for this one because I was like, bro, I have to go first. And I got your yeah. guy, but I need to see who you're pairing them up with. You ready? Joe, now you, this is actually a little bit hyper, hyper, uh, hypocritical because I've gone from saying you have to get away from these stars and have, you know, and rebuild the team to make it so that the team is actually better than, you know, than the, than the players that are leading it. Uh-huh. That being said, I went out and I bought me some CR7. I got Mr. Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude. Bro, what? That's crazy. Listen, here's why. Here's why. Okay. okay? I think I think Juve will struggle without Ronaldo. Don't get me wrong, right? I think every team gets better by putting a Cristiano Ronaldo in the in the mix. Yeah. But there are few squads that are going to take chances on a player that's 35. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the stats that he puts out. Ronaldo's got yeah. like 14 goals and an assist in 11 domestic games in Italy, which yeah. is way harder to score in than it is in 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 uh, the French league. But he's also like the top earner at the club by like four times more than the next highest earner, right? Ronaldo mm-hmm. makes like 30 mil a year. Yeah. And if yeah. you are struggling with that, PSG won't. PSG yeah. can afford to pay him his 30 mil a year. And he's going to bring veteran leadership to the squad. And he's going to bring Champions League experience. experience. To the squad. Yeah. And Joe, he's going to pay for himself in ticket sales, right? Like and Jersey sales, he's a star. Juve will be able to recuperate some of the value that they paid for him, because I don't think Juve want to run his contract into the ground. I think Juve want to be able to win the Champions League and then move him on. Yeah. Right. Like you, you want to win the Champions League, you buy the the best Champions League player of all time. Right. PSG are in a similar situation here where I think they do want to win this competition. And if Ronaldo can go for five more years at this pace, which he doesn't show that, you know, any reasons why he wouldn't be able to, Ronaldo, I'm sure, would love to pad his stats in the French League. Oh, 100%. If he has this team around him with Lautaro doing the running work and him being the target man with the creativity of of Depay and Ericsson behind them, the crossing of Grimaldo, of Ericsson, of Atal, and you have at the base, you have Verratti and Marquinhos. Dude, this is crazy. (laughs) It's taken care of. It's an A squad. And the reason I think an A squad is actually more realistic than a B squad is because PSG are not interested uh, in playing without stars. PSG will spend the money to go get their stars because they need to have that that allure. Right. We've seen it. The most expensive transfer in history was uh, Neymar. Yeah, Neymar and then Mbappe in the same summer. Right. the same summer, yeah. So they have money. Don't worry. So if we look at how much this window would cost. Now, here's the thing, Joe. We've also cleansed the, the starting 11. So really of their players, Ander Herrera, you can move on. You can probably make, you know, 15 mil from selling him. You can oh, probably yeah. make like, think of all the players who are just really hard. can go and stuff. All these guys. Yeah. They can get rid of so many players. They can also sell some Academy players. They have money to move around here to fund these type of transfers, but really Erickson won't cost anything. No. Cause he's going to leave into regardless. It'll probably cost less than 20 mil. Memphis will cost zero. Yeah. Right. Your midfield is the same for me. So Marquinhos and Verratti are already there. That's not costing you anything in transfer fees. Upo Meccano might cost you 60, maybe a little bit more, right? So if we're adding 60, so that's 100. So really for the – but again, we approach this with the idea that if they sold sold Neymar and Mbappe, how much money do you have to reinvest into your squad? 500 million, there you go. (laughs) This is an easy way to reinvest into your squad. 
right? Like this, this squad would leave you with, you could probably build this squad with 250 mil. With the sale of Mbappe, they could probably complete this squad. Yeah, to be fair, we spent 200 mil. We got some, we got a bunch of... <laughs> well, you built for the future. You didn't buy these stars, right? You didn't go out and buy CR7 and Lautaro. You bought... And I, I don't think uh, CR7 is going to be that expensive. I, I thought his contract's running out this year, but I... I no, I think he's still got a few more. Man, oh, bro, I, I wouldn't want to play if I'm not playing Champions League next year, especially at that age, but... Um, uh, no, well, for sure, no, but no, but PSG are going to... They're, they're going to finish in Champions League spots. Right? Oh, no, I'm talking about uh, Juve, if they don't make it into the Champions League. I don't know what position... You don't think they will? You think that's a risk? Yeah. Why, why would... They're not... They're not... Like... I think they're good enough, Joe, that regardless you know of where they're still going to be able to finish in in the top four right they're good enough uh it depends how much ronaldo can keep carrying them you know what actually funny enough uh i'm thinking of diabala as well diabala and is as if like he's the martinez guy but martinez is better so whether like yeah yeah they're very very different style players yeah but uh i I think from what we came up with uh it's these are some super teams bro Dude, I think they're awesome and they're so much fun. So just one more time, read for me. Yeah. So we'll just recap our 11s. You go first yeah, yeah, uh, that's with your team. And then I'm going to make this a poll on Instagram. After a couple of <laughs> you know, yeah, that's totally, like better. Totally fine. Totally fine. Um, okay. So we got Amavi on the left. Yep. No, starting goal, bro. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Joe uh, starting 11. 4-2-3-1. Four, 4-2-3-1. Two, two, okay. Uh, Lafont. Marquinhos. Uh, actually, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll go with the center back. Marquinhos, uh, Luis Felipe. On the left, I have Amavi. Mm-hmm. On the right, I have Atal. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember because I know we got the same uh, ones. Now, funny enough, Nathan, I was I'm gonna say Hassan Aur as well, but then I was like, frick it, let me let me smash. Me yeah. too. I was gonna consider. He was gonna be the one who I considered uh, yeah. as the Verratti replacement. But I figured if they're already like, I, I still wanted to be sensible with this approach. Like, what no. realistically could PSG do by selling players and by buying, you know, you yeah. know, by replacing players in the squad with the money that they've raised from sales? And this oh. is so. Yes, to be fair, Awar, even yeah. Dennis Zakaria, who probably is going to go somewhere in the prem, mm-hmm. these are guys who I think are very ex- like. There's a lot to be excited about. Hundred uh, percent. For my two DMs, we'll go with Conte Pogba because yep. that's actually a good shot. Cam, we're going to have a Savage. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> right wing, we'll stick with Di Maria. Okay. Uh, and then, oh, I think I should change my left wing, but uh, you know what? Whatever. Diaby. Diaby. <laughs> yeah. And striker, we'll have Martinez. Okay. I like it. And to recap mine, uh, we have Kaylor Navas and Net, Grimaldo, Upamecano, Kimpembe, and Natal as my back line. Marquinhos and Verratti as my holding mids, uh, Memphis and Ericsson as my two cams, and then I have Cristiano Ronaldo and Lautaro Martinez leading. Yo, you're gonna get the shouts, bro. That's too fire of a team. It's a good team, Joe. <laughs> it's a good team. Yeah, that's actually an expensive ass team. <laughs> I'm looking at mine. I'm like, I don't even know if I'll crack three two hundred. Maybe <laughs> no, like let's add up the money here. Like how much we think yeah. it's all and Grimo- so, bro. We could. Now, I think Pablo is gonna, gonna be cheap. I think Pogba is going to go for 50. No, but more than that. I'd say 65 plus. 50, 65 plus, sure. Uh, but that's still like a fraction of what he'd go for if he was prime Pogba, actually. Okay? Yep. Um, uh, 
N'Golo Conte, I think N'Golo Conte will go for 50-plus as well. Savage. Now, Savage is a tricky one. I'm not sure, but I think that's another, I don't know, 40-plus? Uh, I wouldn't say 50. Now, De Maria stays. Marquinhos stays. Lafont, they'll pick up for 15000000 million, I'm, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, tops. Uh, Atal, another player, he'll probably go for 25 30 because I know um, – these guys need money too. Yeah. Uh, Amavi, Amavi's not young or anything. That's another 30. So I think with my back, back line, it's very cheap. Like, I don't know if I'll hit fit, uh, 100. Uh, right. Because Luis Felipe, you'll pick him up for 25 million, maybe less. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, it's a sensible purchase. Yeah. These are just the back line I didn't spend, but I was like, bro, perfect. Atal? Woo! Nice. Dude, I know. Yeah. Nice, bro, Atal is a cheap pickup, bro. I'm telling you, man. If there's anyone you want on your team, it's Atal. Dude, I, I got it, too. I, like, I just did the math for my squad, estimating value. If we have, you know, Kaler's zero, right, because he's not he's not a transfer fee. Kimpembe's still staying. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marquinhos and Verratti are still staying, so that's all zero, right? Then we have, I estimated Grimaldo to be about 30, Upamecano to be about 65, uh, Atal to be another 30, uh, Memphis to be free, mm-hmm. Erickson to be about 20, and then basically Ronaldo and, and Lautaro are the firepower up here, which brings the squad. I estimated them both at about 85. Right? I, I was, I, that's, dude, I was thinking that number in my head right now, bro. That's great. I'm yeah. like 85, 80. if 80, if 85 million euros cash comes on the table, I think it'd be hard for those teams to turn it down for either of those two players. I do Right. Uh, Martinez for sure. I think 85 million, I'd be like, oh, that's a sell for me. Even though yeah. he's very young, but oh, great. great. Right. Like maybe, maybe they wait out to see if they can get a hundred. I don't know. But I think if, if the money's on the table at 85 million, I think they probably take it. And I think Juve do too. And I think that brings us to, that brings us to the total of 315, which would be, I'm assuming uh, Neymar, well, both of them will cost 250, right? Easily. Even if we say Mbappe is going to cost 250 and Neymar will cost 200 because he's now a couple years older, yeah, that's still 450. And then you've still reinvested the squad everywhere else in the squad, and it's better now. No, 100%. You know what? Funny enough, I forgot I made a bench of like three players. You did? You, who'd you yeah, you bench? want to hear them? Just yeah. let me hear. Hell yeah, I do. I put uh, Gwendozi. Okay. <laughs> that's a good one. And uh, Frank Chiese from uh, AC Milan. Oh, Joe, I like those Yeah, guys, Those guys won't be cheap. No, they won't be cheap. I think Guendouzi will be cheap. Guendouzi, yeah. Guendouzi won't cost anything. Uh, I have Diogo Dalot from United, actually. Okay. Because he doesn't play, right? I know he doesn't play, but what, he's not going to play here either. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. They got their academy, Joe. Bro, I forgot about those guys. I, I Honestly, the only one I know is like uh, Chubby Simmons or something like that. The Dutch kid. Yeah, bro, let that oh, kid play. He's We've fired. all known about him since he's 12. Why have yeah, we all known that? Know. Yeah, bro, he still looks like he's 12, too. It's it so does, yeah. <laughs> but that guy's fire, yeah. Uh, just, yeah, pull up the academy then, because if, if they have prospects like that, who knows what the hell they... You could, man. Like, yeah, you know, the squad... Listen, the squad that I made... Again, the more sensible team that I had, had one of... It didn't have Lotaro and Ronaldo. This was mm-hmm. the dream team, okay? Yeah. The first version of the squad, the A team, had... Uh, basically, it was four-two-three-one with Depay as left wing, Eriksen as cam, Di Maria yeah. right wing, and then Ronaldo up top, right? Such a good game. Yeah, no kidding. And then the B team had uh, Turam at left wing, Depay at, at cam slash center forward, <laughs> and Di Maria on the right, and then Lautaro up top instead of Ronaldo, 
Yeah. Which I think is still a freaking nasty team if they want to like ease around the budget. But again, like, bro, could you not see Ronaldo going to PSG? Come on. That, oh, yeah. It, it could you know happen. What? Why not? Like, uh, it'd be like, yo, I can still compete. Hell yeah, I'll do it. Right. And, but this version of the A squad, I don't know. I like it the best. I think if they re up with Di Maria, they don't even have to get Ericsson. Then mm-hmm. they could just literally have, they keep, who's still a class player, Di Maria, and Depay in for, for zero, right? Because he's, he'd just be a free transfer. The Depay one is actually a very, very good shot. I love Depay too. So, you know, zero dollars. I mean, for free, basically. Yeah. Pay wages. Why wouldn't you pay up for a guy like that much? Like that great. Exactly. And I think he knows that too. So I think so too, Joe. I think we've gone on for like over an hour. I think this is the fastest hour that there's ever been in the history was, of time. Wow. Yeah, bro. We were having fun. These teams are crazy. We were. Dude. These teams are awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. I know. It's like the most low key. I was like, man, you know what? Let me just go for like a super low key team or something other than the midfield. That is right. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, great. Great. I loved it. That was so much fun. This was a whole lot of fun. I think you want to wrap it on this? I think we probably should, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we've been going on for a bit. Dude. Yeah, we got to wrap it on this. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed episode number 69 yes. of the Jersey Wall podcast. Joe, thank you so much for joining me and presenting no me problem, your awesome man. 11. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was, this was so much fun, honestly. We got to submit this to the PSG squad now I, and see what they say. I should DM Pochettino personally and tell him, hey. Yeah, tell him, but yo, we, we got the system. By the yeah. way, if you got a couple mil, we got life beyond Neymar and Mbappe. We figured it out for you. Here you go. For you, exactly. Just just in case you were scared. Push all the chips in. Here we go. <laughs> and you know what? I think we've done it. Like I think this is a genuine Champions League contending squad uh, that would work now and long term. Now some pieces might have to be replaced in the long term, oh. but so be it. Right? It's not. I like. It. I like it. I want to wrap like on that. I don't even want to say anything else to be honest. Yeah. Great. That's going to do it for us for episode 69 of the Jersey Wall Podcast. Joe, thank you for filling in the past few episodes. No problem, man. It's no so problem. nice having you back. I think Mina will be back next week. He should be. Um, That's me. 70. But hopefully in the in the coming weeks and months, we can do like the trifecta episodes. We can, we can have both. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah, that'd be fire. <laughs> and we can do more episodes like this because it's fun to do episodes based on current events, which we didn't even touch on in today's episode. But I like these longevity, like rebuild episodes because they're fun. They make you think and you're rebuilding an entire 11. And I, I, this is my favorite part of it, to be honest. 100%. 100%. I have to go all out for episode 69. Sexy. I love That's it. just <laughs> it. We had to have a sexy episode for a sexy number. Everybody, take care. Thank you so much for joining us. If you like the show, be sure to rate and review it. Share it with your friends. I see the numbers growing up. For all the Americans who listen to the show, I hope you enjoy the Canadian perspective on footy. We rep North America all together. Columbus, Texas, New Jersey, all those great states that we see are listening. We appreciate you. And of course, to all the Canadians, we love you. Oh, Canada, baby. Take care, everyone. (laughs) Take care, guys.